Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast. It is May the 4th, Star Wars Day. We are coming at you live. Abe is over there with his whole mess of Star Wars stuff because he is a loser. I simply have my Mandalorian bobblehead because I am the cool one in this group. But we're not here to talk about Star Wars today. We are here to talk about the evil Emperor Cuomo and once again him being completely tone deaf and idiotic when it comes to dealing with the press. Um, as we all know, Yvonne Cuomo has blamed everything on President Trump, and he has been lauded with just all the possible glory you could get from being responsible for having the highest death rate in the entire country during COVID. But now, since people have accused him of sexual assault, he's opening everything up, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But he also told people who were not vaccinated that they should go home, maybe kiss their grandmother, and kill them. I'm, of course, paraphrasing, but not that much. He actually said that if they kiss their grandmother, she might die. This coming from a guy who packed nursing homes with COVID patients and was responsible for over 50,000 deaths of the elderly during COVID. Gabe, just... He keeps doing this, but there doesn't seem to be an end. Where do you see this going? How can we not talk about Star Wars when we're referring to Emperor Cuomo as the Emperor? Come on, this guy doesn't even die. He never dies. He comes back stronger than ever. It's like that scene in Revenge of the Sith where Mace Windu uh, is like keeps him in a corner and the Democrats are like Anakin stopping, uh, stopping Mace Windu from dealing the final blow to the Emperor. And he's like, no, no, you have lost. And he goes, power unlimited power that's what we're seeing here this is the person that we're dealing with this is why we call him the emperor this is why we have i believe a great shirt that's called um my uh my governor is a tyrant little plug in there but he has such a a, a he's so far removed i was gonna say a god complex and really that's what it is uh he thinks that he can just get away with anything and that's because people let him i thought for sure that at least if not for the murders of thousands of elderly people that he caused that at least the sexual assault stuff would get him. But no, now they're doing groups called Women for Cuomo. That's like saying it's nails for salt. <laughs> Another thing, when it comes to this idea of Cuomo just never, never, ever leaving, he just, he just continues to, to, to blow everything away. He goes and says, oh, well, why don't you go and kiss your grandma? Why don't you go and try to kiss her? If you don't want to get vaccinated, you, well, you'll probably kill her. Then you killed my grandmother, not literally, but you killed my family. Not really, thank God, because we kept our own safe, as we should. The government can't do much right, and this is proof of that. But it, it's it's completely toned up, besides the fact that, besides, beside, really, besides the fact that he packed these nursing homes with, with, with uh, COVID patients and was responsible for all these deaths, who does he think he is? to all of a sudden be able to talk down to people who choose not to get an experimental vaccine. That's the other thing about this. I hear all these commercials. It's effective and safe. You don't know that. It might be, but you don't know. We are literally going through human trials right now. So who are you to tell me that I'm a bad person because I don't want an experimental vaccine in my body? It's absolutely ridiculous. This guy is the wor- one of the worst, one of the worst, if not the worst, governor in the entire country. The state—it's between him and Newsom. The states are huge in debt, high COVID death rates, 
massive amount of people leaving both California and New York are losing house seats. These people are inept. And he has the nerve to act like a tough guy and tell me that I'm going to kill my grandmother. First of all, my grandmother, God bless her soul, has been dead for like seven years already. But even if she wasn't, who the hell does he think he is? It's absolutely ridiculous. He refers to himself as Sonny from The Godfather. You know what happened to Sonny? But, you know, he's more like Fredo. Him and his brother like kind of split Fredo there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this stuff and he's like, this was the the investigation was actually a part of uh, you know uh, something by the Trump administration. They threw this on me. It's a political investigation. No, jackass, your own attorney general did this. Letitia James, a Democrat, a staunch Democrat, actually uh, came to my homeowners association in Queens once. Uh, she was the one that brought forth this, whether she wants to run for governor or not, who knows. But it was someone within your sphere, in your club, on your side of the fence, on your team. That's who brought it up against you, not Trump. But your staffer said that you guys kept the numbers down because you guys were afraid that Trump was going to release Barr and the DOJ, which probably wouldn't have happened in hindsight. But you guys were afraid that Trump was going to send out the DOJ after you, and that's why you underreported. This is proof. And the fact that it's just been sitting here, I hope that Letitia James is doing something with this information, not just in here, media, because the media obviously didn't take, didn't take into shreds. The 10 women, whether all of them are, uh, you know, whether all of them have these horrible experiences or not, they have certainly, uh, they, they certainly haven't been able to do anything with what they're saying because then. He victim shamed them and said, these women just want attention. And he's like, I'm not going to resign. This is somebody who honestly has probably never gotten punched in the face before. I'm not saying I'm going to be the guy to do it. That's not, that's not my mission. That's not my purpose in life. What I'm saying is this is somebody who has not been down to earth and in touch with people. Uh, and really doesn't just doesn't understand how the everyday person, uh, you know, thinks and operates. No one can just go into their job slap 10 asses, allegedly, and then say, I'm not going anywhere. It's not like the Wolf of Wall Street. I'm not even leaving. And that's what I'm thinking about. You can't just do that, but he does it. You can't, you, you can't go to different facilities in, in your government and say, as, as, let's, say let's say in the military term, as a, as a general, you can't say, hey, I want all of your soldiers. Hey, Sarge, I want all your soldiers in your company. Make them, make them go in, in the middle of that firefight. Just walk them right through. It'll be great, I'm sure. Don't worry, it's, it's, it's for safety reasons. They'll be completely fine. We have, uh, we have vaccine bullets. Someone's got to be held accountable. And it's obviously not him, so he's gonna, I bet he's going to try and put it on his staff. But even the staff don't want to be here. There have been reports where they don't even want to come into work, and they literally are waiting for calls from him to call and uh, bully, uh, bully them and say, hey, you got to come into work, F you. Now some of them are getting the courage, but they don't even want to be related to the man. So who, if his own people don't, won't even get to him, who can stop the emperor but the emperor himself? Well, yes, of course, we refer to him. We, you know, we liken him to the emperor because ex exactly what he has done. And he did it in the beginning of COVID, you know, emergency powers. Of course, yeah, I'll give him back. Nope, not going to do that. Just going to destroy everything. But I really find it funny that he compared himself to Sonny from The Godfather. First of all, because they're a crime family. They're not a legitimate business family. They are a crime family. It's organized crime. So you're admitting that you liken yourself to someone from an organized crime family. Secondly, Sonny was a hothead. Sonny wasn't... Oh, 
Okay, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to curse less. I promise. All right, I'm trying to curse less. So he was an a-hole. He was. Great character for cinema, complete piece of garbage. He was untouchable until he wasn't. Will he will Emperor Cuomo follow the same path? We shall see. But uh of course, now that they're opening everything up, you know, May is the May is the month of opening now. You know, they're um, le lessening restrictions for catering halls, for restaurants, for bars. Basically, everything in outside of New York City will be open halfway through May. Uh, I think it's. I, I think. I think someone last year told us that by May this year we would have been okay. I don't know. His name kind of sounds like Trump. Just a thought. The funny thing is, though, if we would have opened up smartly last summer we probably could have been through this whole thing already all right because you would have had people outside getting healthy in the fresh air in the spring and the summer being able to improve their lives but listen the curve was flattened what was it last june come on like the whole thing is ridiculous the response to this was terrible his response was terrible his response to everything has been terrible this is not someone who has done anything positive for new york state he has yeah. literally just he had he took the he took the controls of the plane and just went, hey, what does this do? And pushed it straight down. That's what he did. And the fact that he still gets away with it and the fact that they're putting all this stuff out, but doesn't really seem like there's a plan to really go after him for this. They're just trying to, I guess, shame him into going away. This man doesn't feel shame. This is someone who did press conferences every day, said nothing for hours, and then said, Make sure you wear your masks. It is your civic duty, and President Trump is bad. That's essentially what he did. And he got an Emmy. Like, it's a joke. It is a joke. Democrat voters, you are a joke if you vote for this man again. Oh, because he's a Democrat. He's a piece of garbage. This man likens himself to a crime boss. He knows he has no respect for you. He doesn't care yeah. what you think. He thinks you're all dumb. He literally would just give you distractions. Oh, sexual assault. Oh, um, uh, let's legalize marijuana. Oh, another one. Um, well, let's start, you know, let's extend indoor dining. Oh, another one. Oh, let's just start opening stuff up. Let's distract them. Distract the sheep. You know, we'll get, we'll give them crumbs. It's a joke. Do not vote for this man. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I swear, it's, it's revenge of the Sith unfolding. It's like he takes off the hood. And he's like, the assault on my life has left me scarred. <laughs> and he just, and in this case, he's like, and the Jedi are trying to assume power. And that's why they do Order 66. And this is what he's doing. Oh, they found out about slapping ass. Open something else. And they go and do it. And then you think that, oh, well, it's great. We're all having a great time. Thank you. Oh, blessed one. Like, this guy just... I don't he, know what to think also, about him anymore. He also puts down everyone who's around him goes down for stuff, and he always stays clean. So it's yeah. like, all goes down. Dooku goes down. You know, all these people go down, and the Emperor stays squeaky clean. Again, another reference, because I have his lightsaber. This is kind of his lightsaber. These are great analogies. God, we're, we're on fire today, I think. Um, let us know in the comments of how poorly we're doing. But aside from that, you, you, look, at, you look at the way that, um, that he just manipulates things you know oh well this while well, this pandemic is is going to hell hey buy my book hey buy this new york state poster that looked like a 10 year old drew it no offense to 10 year olds but buy this for like 15 bucks he used state funds for the book when he locked everybody down and destroyed everyone's job buy a poster with what money and killed grandma 
on his book on leadership. It should be called How Not to Lead. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. This guy's a joke. I see this all the time, though, and this goes to, like, a bigger systemic thing with Democrats where you have failed leadership, clearly failed leadership, and they keep voting for them. It's people who continually fail to deliver anything to their constituents except for promises. If you look at the Biden administration, they're doing the exact same thing, right? He made all these promises. They're not doing any of it. It's all a joke. And it's the same thing that Cuomo does, and they keep voting for them. It's like you're being tested, right? It's the same thing with coronavirus. This disease, okay, we're going to get banned off YouTube for saying this, but I don't really care because we're basically completely banned anyway, okay? If you are under the age of 60 years old you and you do not have other health issues, you are going to survive coronavirus. It's almost 100% guaranteed, all right? You did not need to shut down the entire country. You could have protected the people who were at risk and allowed everyone else to get through this. I'm not saying everyone should have just been going about their business. If you're 85 years old and you have emphysema, you shouldn't be going out during coronavirus. I told my mom not to go out during coronavirus. She has one kidney. I went food shopping for her. I did all the stuff she needed to do. And, she, you know, she did what she had to do at home. But there was no reason... For me not to be at work. There was no reason for Gabe not to be at work. There was no reason for the majority of people to not be out doing what they needed to do and getting through this. This was a political hit job to crash the economy to get rid of President Trump. Because if the economy would have been strong, there is no way President Trump gets ousted. No president with a strong economy doesn't get reelected. They know that. Mm -hmm. So what they had to do, they had to crash the economy, divide everybody, and create this massive schism in American society in order to get rid of someone they didn't like. That's what it was. And I suffered and Gabe suffered. And every single person in this country suffered because the Democrats didn't like Trump and they wanted to get rid of him. This is not even just the Democrats. All right. The swamp, the establishment, all these people, the rhinos, everybody. They didn't like him. They wanted him gone. And they made us suffer to get rid of someone they didn't like who was helping this country. It's mm -hmm. all a game to them. And it's a test. And they're waiting for you to see it. And you don't. You just don't care. And you're failing the test. It's the same thing. The government's constantly taking your rights away. Oh, no, it's fine. They'll stop eventually. No, they won't. Stand up and fix it. You keep voting for Democrats for mayor. They keep ruining the city. You keep voting for Democrats for governor. They keep ruining the state. Stop voting for these people. Forget about what, what word is next to their name. Forget that you think that Democrats are the good guys. Because they're not. They're a big government mm -hmm. party. That's what they are. The next to Democrat, it doesn't say good guys. It says big government party. That's what they are. They are a left-wing big government party. Okay, Politics is not about your feelings. It's about policy. It's about what they do. And their policies have failed every single major city and every blue state over the last 60 years. It's just a fact. Stop failing the test. It's enough already. You're leading people. When I mean you, I mean the government itself. Is, and now we're focusing on New York State. What's happening is you, people are being led to believe, and this is why I rejected the term of essential worker, that term. You're making people feel self-important, and you're creating a two-tier system of people. The essential worker, they must be praised and clapped for, and I'm not going to say that they don't deserve praise, but you also have a, another tier of people that deserve to work. They Their job... If it's paying them, and especially it's doing it's a legal job and they're doing something that's not breaking the rules, they deserve to work. They're essential. 
it's obvious that the government couldn't take care of everyone because they didn't pay everyone. They paid out mostly to, to big businesses when it came to the stimulus and the relief bills. No government's ever been able to take care of everyone. But they're like exactly mm-hmm. what you said. The term essential worker is the worst. And I've talked to liberals about this. They're like, oh, why don't you like it? I'm like, because if I own a business and I'm the only person in my family that works, my job is essential. So don't tell me that I can close down my business for a year because my job is essential for my family. And they go, oh, well, we'll talk about essential for society. I'm like, you do realize American society is built on the middle class. Middle class is built on small business. Small businesses are not first responders. Yes, I appreciate every single thing that first responders do. A hundred percent. But that doesn't mean that the guy who owns the shoe store down the street from me shouldn't be able to have his store open. Because he Mm -hmm. needs that money to feed his family. The woman who runs the laundromat didn't have to close, thank God, because the only place I can do my laundry. But that business is essential for her family. She, her family, doesn't eat if they don't have that that business. They need it. Not everyone can just go on public assistance. That's not the way the world works. Exactly. Money is a finite thing. That's why it has value. This is well, the problem. Democrats don't understand what scarcity is. They don't understand economics. You can't just keep printing money. There are always going to be haves and have nots. So either we all get richer together or the top get rich and everyone else gets poor. And we end up like Venezuela. Those are the two options. Either we stick with capitalism and everyone gets to keep having their standard of living going up. Some people faster than others. Life isn't fair. Okay. Or we end up like Venezuela. Right. I, I encourage people to look at the uh, it's a book but they also made a great um there's a great video on it on youtube called i pencil and it explains how a simple number two pencil that we use every day or some people more than others uh where it comes from how it's built and it goes into how everything is so interconnected you look at it and you're like i i challenge a person to make a pencil i challenge someone to make a shoe by themselves they can't do it there's it's a it's a team effort in the strongest sense of the way because think about it, that guy has to go in somewhere in the, in the um, uh, Pacific Northwest and chop down a bunch of trees. I, hell, I don't have the, the tools or ability to go there by myself. That's why you have other people across the, the country to do it. Then it has to be taken somewhere else. But let's say that guy wants to go on break or he's done for the day. What is he going to do? Oh, he's going to go to the diner. Then the waitress is giving him food. She's making money off of that. And it's everything along the way. What if he stops for gas? The gas, the you know, the guy who's um, providing him gasoline, that's a providing a service. That's a, a, a transaction that you're able to have with somebody. But people don't realize of how connected it is. So then when one cog fails, everything else falls suit. We saw this when it came to uh, during COVID. People said, oh, well, why, why are truck drivers throwing away food from farms at the side of the road? Oh, my goodness. Why is so much food going to waste? Can't you just donate it? Like, do you realize how much money it goes into transporting food. We had our infrastructure go down horribly during COVID, uh, coronavirus because we shut a lot of things down. And people are like, oh, you, you should just be able to like donate. But okay, who are you going to hire to drive it? Because that's a long haul. Who, who are you going to call if, God forbid, that truck breaks down? And who's going to be there to load all that stuff with industrial equipment and make because sure it's all up to standard. Everyone should do it out of the pure goodness of their heart and the government will pay for it. And that's not the way that it works. They don't understand what scarcity is. And, and you mentioned the number two pencil because that is the left's favorite 
reason for for um, raising minimum wage, right? And for um, socialism and all these things, right? Without the worker, you can't make that pencil in the factory, right? The problem is that there are millions of people with the ability to make that pencil. There's only one person with the money to set up the factory. It's the same thing. The people who work the, che the checkout at the grocery store, I work checkout at a grocery store. You don't need a lot of brain cells. You barely need to be breathing. You can pick anyone <laughs> off the street to work a cash register. That's why you don't get paid 20 bucks an hour. But you know what? Yeah. I get paid a lot of money to teach, to teach kids sports. Why? Because I do something that not a lot of other people can do. Not everyone can go to your house and teach a kid almost any, any sport and have them be successful. If anyone could do it, guess what? I wouldn't be able to charge what I can charge. But working the cash register at McDonald's, I can get any 16-year-old kid to do that. I don't need you. You, you want 15 bucks an hour? Are you going to walk out? Walk out. I'll get some other kid to do it for 10. Well, that's the difference. They don't understand what scarcity is. If you don't have skills, you don't get paid like you have skills. It's not the way it works. But that's what they want. That's why they push socialism and they don't understand the end game. They don't understand that it never works. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree. Listen, uh, got to be honest here. The first time they put me on the register, I was like, all right, don't talk to me on county. <laughs> yeah, and then after like, you honest. like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, kudos to you if you, you know, that you have a job and that you're able to do so. But understand that there's a reason why it's, you know, it's low skilled labor. I have to, like, hell, I would understand, you know, want a couple of bucks more raise if you have to do everything by hand. But now you just punch it into a computer. Listen, it's idiot proof. I can do it. And I, and I, and I, you know, that's a bit of humble pie right there. But listen, never was the greatest at math. That's why I'm talking for a living, or at least trying to, anyways. But aside from that, like the concept of creating something and not being able to, not being able to be seen as somebody that's a good person because you're inherently bad if you have money. This is something that Biden spoke about, I think, today. Uh, and I'm so sorry, no, he's going to be speaking about that tomorrow. And he spoke about yesterday. He mentioned, and there's not too much information on this, but he's like, he basically said yesterday, whether it's a gaffe or not, he said, if you're making over four, $400,000 or more, you're not, getting, you're not getting taxed. So if you make under $400,000 a year, you will not be taxed. Now, what that means on certain forms of tax and such, sure, that's an interesting concept. But at the same time, the before and after of that speech in context was basically saying, oh, well, if a person who made a million bucks off the stock market just drops dead, this is his example, and he gives it on to his daughter, she'll, get, she'll be a millionaire, she'll have a bunch of money, and, and that's not fair for the middle class. Trickle down, and this is his words, trickle down economics don't work. That's what he said. It, it a thousand percent works. Let's see, this is the problem is the left doesn't understand how economics works, right? People at the top, the 1% create almost all of the wealth for everyone else in this country. People at the top don't get rich by sitting on their ass and playing the stock market. That's not how they get rich. They get rich by investing in more businesses, creating more jobs, and creating more profit. So by creating those jobs, they allow people who didn't have jobs before to now get jobs. There's a very uh, famous example, Andrew Carnegie. Everyone could say he was such a piece of garbage, right? And he was hoarding all this wealth. When he became rich, he created so many jobs that the poverty level dropped like something like 15%. I forgot which one, exactly what it was. Um, Rand Paul's new book, I don't know if it's a new book, but Rand Paul's book about the case against socialism. 
excellent book. It explains a lot of the stuff. It explains how Venezuela became the way it became. It also explains how wealth is created. All these things are excellent. If you haven't read it, you people at home should definitely read it. We're not getting paid to plug it, but I just I'm about halfway through and it's absolutely amazing. It explains mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of things that once you explain it to leftists, they'll just start crying. This is what's gonna happen. I, I also recommend uh, the book. It's called Myth of the Robber Barons. It goes into uh, Vanderbilt, Carnegie, um, the Rockefellers, and how they actually did more benefit for society, but these muckrakers that everyone's talked to, taught about in school of, oh, these were these investigative journalists that went in and saw the atrocities that they committed. I, yeah, I think they it was... down. It did nothing yeah. else. <laughs> and they put it in the paper, but like Rockefeller saved the whales. If he didn't start drilling, then people would have still gotten their oil to light, you know, their homes. If they, if he didn't have access to electricity or to heat their homes, they would still, they'd be killing whales. So in a sense, he saved the whales. Also, I think it was also Carnegie or was it Vanderbilt? One of the two that actually provided free transportation and beat a government authorized monopoly when it came to uh, ferry transportation throughout New York City. Again, it was a pure form of the private sector kicking the ass of the public sector. Yeah, and the left hates Jeff, Be Jeff Bezos. How many jobs does Jeff Bezos create with Amazon? Listen, they're, I think they're a shady company. They do a lot of stuff that I don't agree with. Yeah. But you think that the people who work in the factory making $15 an hour or whatever they make would be better off on government assistance or unemployed? No. They have a job. They have benefits. This is what people don't understand. Wealth trickles down because wealthy people want to make more money. How do you make more money? creating jobs, making new businesses and expanding. That makes everybody richer. If you don't understand that, I feel very sorry for you because you were probably kicked in the head by a mule when you were a small child and you're dumb. But that's mm -hmm. the way that it works. The government does not make you equal. We will never have equality in the economy. It's impossible. The economy, again, based off of scarcity, we need to move on before we run out of time. We got really on, a, on an economics lesson here today. I hope whoever's I watching this enjoys it. But we do want to get to our last segment. But before we get to it, guys, I want to remind you guys to check out redlibertymedia.com. Gabe and I will be working with them very, very soon. Um, the podcast will be launching. I think it's Mother's Day, right, Gabe? I believe so, yes. I so, The day before Mother's Day. There will be a great episode on why abortion is not a constitutional right. We will not be on it, but it will be very good. We will be on the following week talking about the constitutional issues with red flag laws, which obviously, you know, we are experts in. So make sure you guys check out redlibertymedia.com, and I will make sure to put the links on this episode for when the podcast launches. But, Gabe, last thing we want to talk about today, again, California just being one of the worst places ever. A leftist college professor decided to yell at a Mexican-American police officer, tell him that he was a murderer and that she was nervous that she was going to murder him because she's a murderer. This video is absolutely ridiculous. This professor is completely out of her mind, completely off base. This cop was perfect on this stop. He kept his cool. He didn't engage with her. He just said, yep, okay, can I have your license? Can I have your, you know, he, he was very professional during the stop, which is what we need from our police officers when they're confronted by psychotic people. But Gabe, being someone who is, uh, I'm, uh, what is it, Latinx, Latinx, whatever the fuck. Shut up. Hispanic, right? Latino, whatever, whatever <laughs> the term is now, right? Whatever. You're a uh, Hispanic or whatever. You know, we're making up new terms every single day now. But Gabe, what do you see out of this? Again, the left, we saw this last week with Tim Scott. We talked about it with the guys from MM Talk Podcast. The left is all about you know racial harmony until they run into someone who's a minority who doesn't fit what they want them to be. 
I mean, what did you see out of this stop? Oh, what happened with that stop was something that a lot of us, who, uh, as a lot of his, well, Hispanic Republicans, deal with on an almost daily basis, especially if you're a content creator. This is why I wear my walkaway shirt for today. You know, lines up pretty well. But that that professor, she was, it turns out Fox kind of, uh, sorry, not Fox, Fox, actually, no. Yeah, Fox hosted a segment where they had one of the um, police chiefs actually say that she is a professor. So this is a double whammy for me, seeing as how, guess what? I don't have the best of relationships with college professors. But no, what, aside from that, what we have to, what, what I'm looking at when I see this is, is she, can she be labeled racist? Because it's, she's not feeling comfortable with a Mexican cop? Or is she just uh, that bad of a, of a crappy person because she doesn't actually like cops. So that's a double whammy right there. But for somebody to go out there and say, oh, you're just evil, you're automatically evil, is horrible. The, the way that she treats, but I can almost guarantee you she was chatting Black Lives Matter or putting her fist in the air or putting a, a black square a couple of weeks ago, maybe a couple of days ago even. But this is what we deal with. We deal with people that like to virtue signal online and how virtuous they are and look at how nice I am and look at how great I am as a person. And then what happens when things get real and she decided to go start texting on her phone or doing some stuff on her phone. She was uh, on her phone and driving. Cop stops her and just says, hey, you know, don't worry. It's not that bad. I'm just going to give you a citation, you know, a little ticket, whatever. What does she do? Then she starts becoming the most anti, like, human you can, you can imagine. She's somebody who obviously has a lot of hatred, stupidity in her heart. And then she thinks it's so smart to go and say, I'm a teacher. I'm and a teacher. Then, and she goes, you're Mexican. You'll never be white, no matter how hard you try. I was what? like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Dude's not trying to be white. He's a police officer. He's at his job. You he's messed up. Just he's trying thing. to enforce the law. He's not trying to be white. He's trying to enforce the law. Oh, well, you're never going to. I don't understand why people tell me that either. Oh, you're never going to be white. It's, I never it's, said it's, I wanted to be white. Game. it really shows how low IQ the leftist ideology is because they can't comprehend how anyone except a white supremacist would be conservative because conservatism is all about white supremacy. You know why they think this? Because they don't know what conservatism is. They do not understand it at all. That's a big difference. We spend a lot of time studying leftist ideology. Why? Because we're smarter. <laughs> when you have an enemy, you have to learn all you can about them so that when you debate people or when you go after people, you don't sound like an idiot. That's like when gun grabbers go, oh, the barrel shroud is the shoulder thing that goes up. First of all, it says barrel shroud, so it doesn't mean it's a shoulder thing. All you had to do is say it's the barrel thing, and you sound like less of a moron. But these people are dumb. They don't care about what they're pushing against. They only care about their agenda, and they'll say whatever they want to make themselves look better. This woman completely lost her mind. The fact that she told this Mexican-American cop that he would never be white was I almost fell out of my chair at work. I was like, this is the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my entire life. She thought he was going to kill her. Why do you think he's going to kill you? Like, yeah, like, Did he come out with his gun drawn pointed at the car? No. Like, that I get it, right? If he just jumped out with his gun pointed in her face or screaming at her for her license, I get it. You think you're going to die? He walked up to the car very, very composed. 
It was polite. Was very cordial with her. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, certainly. I, I mean, the fact that... And I don't understand why, why it seems like the most educated people have the most idiotic responses. And I think it's really because when you're a teacher, when even with someone like Cuomo, going back to Cuomo and how you know people who are out of touch... You're there, just like Cuomo, every day giving his press conference. No one can tell him anything because everyone's now a, Co uh, a Cuomo sexual. They all love the Essential Andy Cuomo show. The same thing happens with the teacher. You're in your classroom. You get out the grade. You pass fail a person depending on how you feel that day, especially if you're tenured. But that depends on the situation. But, but that, what happens that's next? That's the other issue, Gabe, though, is that these right. people are out of touch with the real world. And even though I'm working in education, I've lived in the real world. I've you know, I've worked real jobs. I've dealt with people. I spent time learning how to better improve where I am and learning to understand what's around me as opposed to sitting around philosophizing all the time, right? Like, oh, wouldn't communism be amazing if the government just gave us all of our food and we didn't have to do anything and everyone wiped our asses for us and blah, 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 blah. But that's not the way the world has ever worked. It's not the way the human beings work. It's a bunch of people sitting around going, oh, we're all so smart. Shouldn't we be able to fix the world just by doing this one thing? What if we just got rid of all the billionaires? Because we're not billionaires because we're just professors. So we're only, you know, millionaires by the end of our career. So the billionaires are the ones that should pay for everything, right? It's a joke. They produce nothing. They do nothing. It's a game. And then they preach this stuff. And they have nothing to back it up. Nothing. There is nothing to back up the use of socialism or communism ever. Ever. Throughout all of history, it has always failed. It has never been successful. So why would you try it again? Again, we talked about this with the guys from MMM Talk Podcast. It's the stripper that keeps cheating on you. Stop giving her a chance, buddy. She's going to keep cheating on you. All right? It's yeah. not going to work out. Yeah, no, sorry. Prince is acting up a bit. And he, God forbid anyone knocks on the door, he freaks out. He's a good guard dog, but he takes his ball out to go greet him. Uh, so that's always fun. He's a great little thing. Uh, but looking at, looking at what these people are able to do, it reminds me of that, uh, that uh, teacher, uh, that like, school teacher, very young age too. Very, uh, she was a young age school teacher that was cursing out everyone when they had a, uh, out of her Subaru, the Subaru Karen, yep. where they told her, where they told her, F you, F you. She gave everyone the middle finger and said, I am a teacher. I, I have students. It's like, all right. We could all compare ourselves and how essential and how important self-righteous we think we are. But what is it that you're doing right now? You broke all of your tenets with this individual. She was racist to a minority and was... Going against the system because the um, because being a police officer, you're part of an institution, so you're the, you're violating the country that you now love under Biden's America with a Subaru Karen. You're going against what it means to be a teacher of having compassion, respect, and and trying to teach the young ones how to be a bit of a less bad person, and also educating them on what it is to do right and wrong, and actually learn their ABCs. But you're also breaking the tenet of wearing your mask because you could spray your hateful COVID spit to these protesters who wanted to go to work. But Gabe, you, you hit it right on the head, though. It violates everything it means to be a teacher. Teaching is a very noble profession. I'm not putting down the profession of teaching. In fact, I'm 
getting my degree in special education because I love teaching. It's part of why we do the podcast to help educate people. But you have a responsibility as a teacher to create free thinkers who have the ability to think critically, not little clones of you. Every time one of my students asks me about an issue, I go, these are the facts. This is what happened. If you want more information, go research it. Figure out what happened. Figure out who, who you think was right or wrong. Because it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what the truth is. And if you be want to believe that something else happened, you could believe that. But make sure you really understand what was going on. Figure out how you came to that conclusion. If you believe that socialism is not immoral, show me proof why. Show me one instance where it's worked. Show me a reason why you think it can work. And back it up. Think critically. That's your job as a teacher is to create a critical thinker so they can function in society. Because the point of public education, and this has been said since the beginning of this country, the founder said this, the point of public ed to have an educated populace is to create people who can actively participate in effectively in the government. So you have to understand how your government works. You have to understand how people work. And you have to understand how to better serve people when you are in government. That is the role of education. It's not to create social justice warriors. That's the problem, is that big government has gotten into education and they perverted it. Teaching is an extremely noble education, and there are too many people who get into it so they can have weekends and summers off. I agree. And listen, when it comes to this type of, when it comes to this type of stuff, remember why you went into it. Understand. And you know, and this is someone who also has a bit of a, who's worked with an education is actually really like actually getting back into a, a, a form of education. Uh, when it comes to thinking critically, and this is where I'm going to end off at, if the governor is killing your grandma, don't vote for him again. Please stop voting for Cuomo, people. It's, it's really ridiculous. The guy, if someone could tell me one actual good thing that Andrew Cuomo has done for this state, I would be shocked. Built again, a bridge. We, we went, no, no, no. The Mario Cuomo Bridge is bad. Okay? No one wants a bridge named for his corrupt father. Okay? All the tax dollars we spent changing the signs. Absolutely ridiculous. The state's broke. Okay? <laughs> the worst. It's the same thing. We said the other week, I've gotten knocked out in one email. Not one Facebook message, not nothing. About anyone who's been politicized being killed by the police who was did not have a criminal past. No one. I'm still waiting. Again, if someone has that information... I'd be glad to hear it. Send it over to me. Evan at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com. Boom. That's it. But guys, yes, that is going to be our show for the day. So everybody, make sure that you enjoy Star Wars Day. And um, if you haven't watched it yet, I was about to watch it. I have it downloaded um, somehow. Um, the new Star Wars series, The Bad Batch. It looks very, very good. I will not give oh, it to money, though. Yes, it came out today. It's Star Wars Day. Oh, but I get I it. Well, I know what I'm doing. Money. So that is a completely different thing. But guys, for that, <laughs> may the force be with you. And don't let fear take your freedom.